Hello everyone, welcome to the Classical Drunks. I'm here with Manny. Say hi Manny. Hello. And I'm your co-host Aaron. How you doing? Having a good day? I'm pretty good. Cheers. Cheers, I actually finished my drink. Ah, I have to get another one. Fucking alcoholic. Yes, <laughs> absolute lack of preparation. We're not, even, we're not even started it and he's already drank his drink. I, I was thirsty. Okay, well, actually I'm nearly done too. Yeah. Um, so uh, this week, guys, we're going to be talking about... Um, uh, Stephen Fry, actually, we're going to st- start with him. He's uh, been in the news. Uh, here in Ireland, uh, he's actually been brought up on, well, uh, he's been investigated for blasphemy charges. Uh, yes, that's right. Ireland actually has blasphemy laws. I can't believe it either. <laughs> uh, we're, we're very backwards in this kind of a way. Um, so a few, just to catch everyone up. A few years ago, Stephen Fry was on a RTE television program called uh, The Meaning of Life, in which he was interviewed about his belief in God. Um, and they did this with multiple celebrities, not just Stephen or, Fry. Or, to be more specific, in this case, his lack of belief. Or his, his lack of belief lack in of God. Lack of belief in God. He, I think, um, I, I, I can't remember if there was any more atheists on, but he was definitely the one that big, made the big stir uh, for the TV show. Because of his lack of belief in God, he then went on the TV show and criticised God. Uh, he mentioned a few things about uh, how God was immoral because he could have easily created a creation in which um, children didn't have bone cancer or there wasn't all these horrid earthquakes or so on or so forth. Uh, we'll, we'll throw in a bit of the audio clip there just to let you hear it. And if you want to, go, go look it up yourself because it is a, a very good interview. Suppose what Oscar believed in as he died, in spite of your protestations, suppose it's all true, Mm. and you walk up to the pearly gates and you are confronted by God. What will Stephen Fry say to him, her, or it? I will basically, what's known as the Odyssey, I think, I'll say bone cancer in children? What's that about? How dare you? How dare you create a world in which there is such misery that is not our fault? It's not right. It's utterly, utterly evil. Why should I respect a capricious, mean-minded, stupid God who creates a world which is so full of injustice and pain? That's what I'd say. Right, so after we've done that uh, little blasphemous piece there and we're now going to be in trouble with the authorities. <laughs> yes. Uh, don't worry, it's, I'm, I'm going to be fine. Maddie's the one who's going to get deported. <clears throat> well, Lupin, Lupin hasn't won, so um, it's, it's okay. It's, I, it's I, I don't need to apply for political asylum. He, he won't get that triggered. Yet. Uh, yeah. But... Um, yeah, so we're going to do like a quick recap of uh, why Stephen Fry was brought under uh, these charges. Um, so someone um, went to the police and... We don't uh, know who. We don't know who. It's We don't know who, but... Um, Maybe someone, just a random lad. Maybe yeah. someone high profile. So that's kind of I, the I question. I can picture them as being the kind of shitty person that you... you just yes. like, just some, some, someone who has no, no life and got offended by someone on the TV and decided the kind of to person, press charges. The kind of person who has notebooks and keeps track of, you know, the, the, the neighbor's kids who are try, uh, littering yeah. in the streets. Um, went to the police and, uh, and asked for this to be investigated as blasphemy. And um, in Ireland, actually, blasphemy is in our constitution. Uh, our constitution written in 1937 by uh, uh, one of the founding fathers of this country, but also by a pope the, uh, or a bishop, I believe, at this point, uh, had a lot of influence in it. And so it, it ended up being quite pro with the Catholic Church. Um, but it, that 
caused a blasphemy clause to be put in there, um, which until recently actually hasn't been put into statutory law. In 2009, uh, the Defamation Act uh, 2009 uh, added um, blasphemy as a criminal offence in this country. Um, which is one of the weird bits. So Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, yeah, that's very strange. Because um, something had to be done about that. Uh, my understanding is, and I'm not I'm not a legal expert, expert, but my understanding is so something had to be done, and the government had essentially two options. Option A was organize a referendum uh, during economically troubled time, yeah, <laughs> uh, or pass a legislation that actually puts into law that uh, constitutional protection. Mm-hmm. So they took the option that would draw the least amount of popular attention I, w- I would guess i would venture mm. and uh yeah we ended up with a law that codified exactly blasphemy and yeah. how to get convicted for blasphemy yeah exactly so um if, if you look at the law itself um it, it basically says uh blasphemy uh that causes offense of a a large amount of people is um is an offense in ireland and that so, was the tricky point here because yeah. so stephen fry um, there is only the one guy who made the complaint. Yeah, who made the complaint. Um, so it's not a large amount of outrage. Yeah. So the um, investigation was dropped. But can, can I point out something about that 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 um, that law though? Because in that case, if someone was to know about this law, okay, about uh, know the 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 legalese of it, um, they would say, oh well, for this to like go forward to actually be charged, it means I have to create a huge amount of outrage. It's actually encouraging, like outrage, if you want. In a sense, yes. To, yeah, it's it's encouraging large amounts of outrage. You want to agitate your fellow um, yeah, or, church attenders or whomever that might be, and say, "Well, you have to be outraged." Yeah, we need it. to get lots of people to complain about this, and we need to hold demonstrations or whatever to you know actually get this law activated in a way. Yes. So you know that's that's not really a great way to write a law in that case, you know, to encourage outrage for its yeah. use. Well, which was, you know, again if you're putting yourself in the mindset of a government that's kind of forced to implement it, mm. I I can see them trying to find and put in place as many uh hoops to yeah. jump through before actually triggering the 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 offense, the the um yeah. The legal um, dispositions. So if you go then down below to the next line in the legislation, you find that as well. It's just a small bullet list of the, then of um, little loopholes added to that blasphemy law. So there's a few in there. Like like you have to cause large amounts of outrage. Um, if it's to do with art or culture, it's I think it gets loopholes. Um, but yeah, uh, it's, it's still the fact that it's on the books is just... Uh, it's it's saddening. Yes, we're we're the only Western nation in the world to have uh, put implemented a blasphemy law in the twenty first century. It's it's a joke, an international joke. Yes, is what because I would call so it. you would have other Western countries that have such a laws. Denmark, to my knowledge, uh, New Zealand uh, is actually was in the news recently because of that. Uh, but those were not laws. There were just laws that were in the book for ages, and nobody really. Nobody really uh, paid any attention. The yeah. difference is Ireland put that into law in 2009, which is the most outrageous part of it. Yeah. yeah. No doubt. Not to you. Not to you. It's like it's it's almost like uh, the current year 
Yes. Um, uh, in 2017. Oh my god. How could someone do this in the current year? Obviously, it isn't an argument, but it it is when you kind of juxtapose it to how far the rest of the world has come. Yes. Yeah. And so yes, yeah, so New Zealand actually announced that. that um, so there is a the debate has been kind of revived in New Zealand to abolish uh, their existing uh, blasphemy laws. Go thanks New Zealand. To, yes, <laughs> thanks to that um, Stephen Fry controversy. That's so, you know that's some, really good. Some good came out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is this is the first time the blasphemy law in Ireland has ever been um, attempted to be used. Uh, there was. Um, some other occasions, uh, for example, I can remember um, during the Charlie Hebdo attacks yes. in France, um, that was when the cartoonists were shot by um, Islamist extremists, uh, the, there was a, a big debate on RTE, our public broadcaster, as to whether um, the images would be shown in newspapers <clears throat> related around this law. And um, there was actually one Islamic scholar, uh, Imam Dr. Ali Salim of the Klonsky Mosque, who went on to RT and said that they should not be shown. And then he said that he would investigate and look into using this blasphemy law to see if, if that was, if, if, if this would stop, you know, uh, newspapers from publishing. And if they did possibly have them, you know, face legal consequences. So even though it doesn't have to be used, it can still be used as a threat and there is a chilling effect related to that um, law. So that's so, that's the crucial point here yeah. is that the law was never used, mm-hmm. but the mere threat, the mere idea that it might be used if the newspapers publish those cartoons. So mm-hmm. uh, we ended up in a situation that no, 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 absolutely no Irish newspaper uh, they talked about the attack they talked about what happened but no one showed um, those cartoons the mm. cartoon question that's actually something very interesting um, like I'm I'm not sure as to whether when they were writing the law they have a lot of like you know it's, it's really badly written um, so you know they have a lot of ways out of it but the if, if you actually do get charged with the actual offence it's actually fairly stringent uh, things like I, you, you can get a prison sentence i believe and there's a 25,000 euro fine which is you know not not throw away money you know it's it's not like a small bit of cash even well, for maybe, even for maybe, a newspaper maybe for you oh sorry but you know when you Mr. get that Mr. monsanto fucking money when, bags over here when you get that monsanto money you know <laughs> it helps sponsored by monsanto yes <laughs> i fucking wish <laughs> <laughs> So no, yeah, that's that's a very that's a very uh, uh, important point. So um, and so this the debacle. I, I think that word is appropriate here. Uh, kind of uh, prompted us to um, to talk about not just the specific event, but uh, we want to talk about free speech in more broader terms. Because as we said during our uh, kind of introductory uh, episode, free speech is one of the core values that we uphold mm-hmm. and we didn't really get into it in more details and i know that some of you had questions around it so we're 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 happy to actually talk about free speech what we believe in and what we don't believe in when it comes to uh free speech um yes yeah so um free speech so there's a few things i think we'll we'll, we'll caveat with free speech um, firstly we, if we start from the the uh, baseline that free speech in general is good, it's 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 a public good. It's it's 
something you can't um, prohibit in general. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's um, what well, it's, it's it is an essential. Freedom. It's not like you seek permission to, yes. to to say anything. Anything is anything is go, and then there are a few small things which need to be prohibited. But which that's is it. which is the concept of a, of a freedom? Yeah, freedom. It's a freedom. Yeah. It's, if you're free to travel, it means you can travel without asking the permission beforehand. Yeah. Otherwise, it's a privilege. If you have, if the government has to grant you the right to do anything, then it's not it's not a right. Yeah. It's a privilege. It's a privilege. Exactly. There there are one or two things that we'll go through, which um, in terms of limitation, so I think we'll go through them now, I guess. Um, the first one would be defamation. Um, so defamation basically being um, if I lie about you in public and say... Uh, Manny's a terrible coder. <laughs> no, 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 not not something like that. But um, <clears throat> if if I say Manny, um, Manny received money backs from Monsanto. Yeah, on Thursday. Yeah, morning. That's that's a lie. That's a smear. Yes, that's um, that's, that's that can actually like do harm to you. And it is demonstrably false. And it's demonstrably false. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. <laughs> we, we because won't. I could use some of that Monsanto money. Ah, you've got enough money, man. Um, okay. But but um, I get it from big oil. <clears throat> but um, yeah, but that that can actually do you harm. It can do your reputation harm. Um, so so that that in a, in a way of that doing you personal harm, uh, means that that should be a limitation. You should not be able to lie about someone, and 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 make impact on their um, character. You know reputation in public. So that that's fair enough. I think I have no problem with that. Second one would be any calls to violent action. So, you know, if I say, uh, Manny's a horrible person, he should die. Uh, and you should kill him and that you should day, kill him. tomorrow morning. Yeah. Or even even if Manny's a horrible person, he should die. They don't have to state a specific time or place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, oh, no, like, I'm, I'm, I'm who, obviously... who can really fit murder into their busy schedule no, yeah, these absolutely. days? You I'm, know? I'm, no, I'm, I'm it, pushing it, it to the extreme. But it needs get... to be flexible. Murder yes. needs to be flexible, <laughs> you know? You need you to, it's like point. it's like the gym. You need, just need to find ways to squeeze it in. You know, <laughs> it's all about regularity. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like the gym. So, so yeah, yeah, any yeah, violent exactly. calls to action, or not, you know, just to cause someone harm. So yes, yeah. so but that's that's a, that's an important point. It's not. It's it's a a, a call to action isn't just an uh, abstract or obscure or you know um, a second degree type of idea. It's it's. Again, there's a demonstrable aspect to it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you say I have a strong disagreement with that person uh, publicly, and someone acts on it, and you're like, "Well, I never asked yeah. for that person to be removed. I said I have strong disagreement." Uh, you know, so so a call to harm. There is a again, there is a a direct aspect to it, mm-hmm. and uh, there is also a demonstrable aspect to it. So if you just say I don't like that person. That's fine. You can say, I don't like you. I don't like Emmanuel. I don't like that podcast. And if someone decides to act on it, well, you know, that person obviously doesn't have all his brain working. Yeah. But it's different than just saying, Emmanuel and Aaron have to die. This is this is different. Leave your hate speech in the comments. Thank you. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, so a third one would be harassment. Now, this, this concept of harassment is a bit wishy-washy. It can be at it, times. It can be. It's think, like it's like porn. You you say you you know when you see it, but to <laughs> define it into law is a whole different question. Yeah. But um um in a kind of a obvious 
you know, in a, a, obvious harassment is obviously wrong. Yeah. There's no question there. Well, that's why a lot of those uh, harassment cases are usually, they're a lot more complex. Yes. And they usually go to jury trials. So it usually and that's what ends I was going to say. Yeah. I'm very happy to leave that to the judge. That's, yeah. that's why we have judges in the first place. The well, law itself, you know, it's always something that's kind of complex. And mm-hmm. that's why we have judges. We have judges to go and look at those complex, more complex, more fine-grained questions yeah it'll go to either judge or it'll go to jury so it's, it's generally then left up to either the legal interpretation or the jury so the common man sort of interpretation of of what harassment is so you know it's it's very nebulous in a way it is it's again it's one of those concepts where you're like i know when i see it but mm-hmm. defining it in specific terms is a bit more can be can be um a nebulous yeah to put it this way yeah um so the next one is actually fairly easy to define thankfully it's uh, fraud so yes. that's really handy it's it's just does something equal true if yes it's not it's not fraud if no it's fraud there we go and and usually there's a, then a loss of something from that either reputation yes so if or... you sell a product and you advertise it as as containing certain properties and those properties are not there you know it's uh yeah it, it, it's it's kind of within the same logic of you know um you kind of find a a a similar similar thought process as what we were talking about when it comes to defamation it it has that idea of it has you know it's demonstrably true or false so yep. there is an objective aspect to it absolutely um you've promised these requirements you haven't met them Th- that's fraud or well, it's not necessarily fraud but like you could have just you could have just shipped a, a faulty product but um yeah, usually then you would be required under consumer laws to replace or yes. re- refund. Unfortunately, so that, that does not apply to political speech, which no, would be it very fun because, you know, I promise if I get elected that every everybody's going to be happy and, 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 you know, no more no more disease. Uh, it'll be, if we could, you know, put... Uh, politician in front of a judge for saying well that's fraud it'll be, be a fun concept to to entertain i'll it, it would be they're, unfortunately they're not selling a product really but i i can see where you're going with it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. interesting interesting hmm. <laughs> i never thought of it that way that's very good it, it yes well, again it's it's and they can pull all sorts of excuses so i, th- it, it I would, think it there would is, never be applicable yeah i think there is some things that obviously you can't like people just shouldn't promise in the first place but no one takes them seriously to start with so <laughs> yes like um as, like, especially you know, with weird things that have lots of variables like services for example maybe even in some cases like a pr firm it's like you can't guarantee that this is going oh to, absolutely yeah. but even even like you work in pharmaceuticals and and you don't promise um absolute certainties when it comes to drugs you say well according to our research this is what it does but those are mm. you have a lot of of you have a certain you know certain probabilities that kind of come into play so yeah yeah we, we people do their best but like so, yes yeah um so and the final one i think which we've come up with is privacy um Breach yeah. of privacy. It, it there is a little bit of an overlap with harassment in a way. Mm-hmm. One could argue, but um, um, there is that idea of if you're breaching into someone's privacy, you're crossing a sort of line. Yeah, I, I think we need to define privacy a little more because this can can be a bit nebulous as well. Like I've come across people who have said because like, I like to do street photography sometimes, and I've come across people who in the street have told me, "Don't take my picture." Um, but, 
sorry, you're in a public place. You don't know, you know, uh, expectation, expectation yeah. to privacy when you're in a public setting. Even within a private business, uh, you're still technically within a public setting. So you're st- you're still technically allowed to take their photo. Yeah. Uh, unless well, the business owner says that you can't. I would I, I would grant that may like. You know, so playing devil, dev, playing devil's advocate. That's a bit of a, a niche case in a sense. Uh, there are obvious cases in which, if you're in the privacy on your of your own on, of your own home, and someone is taking a picture of you through the window, definitely that's a breach of privacy. And that's, someone, yeah, yeah. that's and, your property though. Yes, that you're taking a picture. Oh, absolutely, of. yeah. So I think that's slightly different. Yes, especially when it's into your property. You know, especially oh, when it's through the window. That's that's yeah. Yeah. You have the right to expectation of privacy in your own home, I feel. Now, if you oh, if you don't put up blinds and I accidentally take a picture, I, I you know. And, you know, keep it for your personal entertainment yeah. while you're not putting it on a newspaper. Mm. There, there is this this kind of idea with grand privacy, which is kind of interesting, actually. Uh, we're going slightly off topic, but, like, if I take a... If I'm, you know, um, sending naughty pics to uh, my my lover or something like that uh, on my phone and you know you uh, take a photo uh, in, in the room and you get a you get that is that is that a breach of privacy is my, my phone uh, uh my property so yeah it's, it's interesting you're talking to someone who does not have any sort of legal training <laughs> yeah uh, true, but that'd true. be a very good question to entertain um maybe for another day I mean, I I would I would go and definitely talk to the person who is looking at your dick pics <laughs> in a public setting yeah. because that's not you shouldn't send naughty pictures to that person. I would yeah. say like the expectation is, oh, I'm gonna get naughty pictures. Let me withdraw to a corner. That, that the danger adds something to it, Manny. I just can't stop. Oh, okay. Just make sure just make sure there's <laughs> nobody in your back. Like even if you're in the middle of a crowd, make sure that nobody's behind you. Okay. It's, Don't open dirty dirty pics in in public spaces, people. You know, in, in the middle of a party. If someone else is looking at your phone, mm-hmm. that's a, a a life hack. Um Really, really bad story I'm going to tell, actually. Um, I one day was in a lecture hall uh, where there was um, a guy in front of me viewing porn for the entire lecture. <laughs> the entire lecture. The entire lecture? Yeah, I don't know how he did it. It was, it was impressive. I was, and it was, was it like a challenge? I, no, no, no. We just He didn't seem that interested in the lecture and uh, decided to watch porn instead with his headphones in. Okay. This is what happens when you don't pay for education. No, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. He's uh, not. So, <laughs> but so, anyways, um, we'll move on. Yes. Yeah. So there's a, a, a kind of a a line, um, a common theme, if you've um, of of all the the caveats that we've outlined. I think it's, it's important to notice that you and I. So you and I. For, first off, you and I. I I would say are in in. At least in relative terms, we are kind of a, a free speech absolutely absolutist. And said we do believe it's really important. So mm-hmm. even us, we do acknowledge that there are limit to speech. I, I think that was the the kind of the point that we were trying to make there. That no one is saying free speech with absolutely no limit. That's not that's not that's not anyone's point. Uh, the point is to say when we when we say we believe in free speech, I mean, outside of those exceptions. Any speech is taru, taru, should should be should be allowed. Mm-hmm. That's what a freedom is. So if you start to say, so in the case of blasphemy, you outline a specific topic or a sp- specific t- 
type of speech and you say, well, that's not allowed. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have free speech if you can't criticize a religion. You <clears throat> don't have free speech if you can't draw, uh, um, you know, um, if you look at the older cartoons, the less controversial cartoons of, of Charlie Hebdo, where mm. they were really, I mean, talk about obscenities, you know, having Jesus uh, uh, in an orgy with God and, and some other religious figures, those were, they were just published and no one, no one dares to say that this is not free speech. It is free speech to do such a thing. Mm-hmm. And the through line of what we were we were saying in terms of the, the caveats and the exceptions is we were talking about speech that harms individuals people yeah yes specific individuals mm-hmm. yeah so you can uh i'm gonna do a shout out michael nugent of atheist ireland uh, throws around this uh, kind of idea a lot which i really like it's really quick it's reasonable um you have rights your ideas don't have rights it's it's very simple you know the the law is there to protect you the individual but not your ideas they are open to criticism um and this is a good thing you know we should be able to criticize ideas especially bad ideas especially uh, yeah especially bad ideas and um so that's 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 the important point here is that you cannot claim to say that we have free speech if you list ideas that are not open to criticism or if you list ideas and that again not attacks on people ideas that cannot be expressed that then you don't have free speech and i think that in that sense in a lot of of so-called modern western countries we don't have free speech mm. yeah um, if you take even the extreme case of of you know uh holocaust denialism well if you can't say that the the holocaust never happened and even it's an it's a horrible idea to entertain, but if you don't have the right to say that idea, and it's not causing any harm to any specific individual to say such a thing, well, then you don't have free speech. Period. Yeah. You can just say I don't believe in free speech. Okay, fine, but just acknowledge that it is free speech to be able to say even such horrible things. Mm-hmm. I, I will second Manny about the whole Holocaust thing, uh, everything he said there, including the fact that it's, you know, a horrible thing to to um, to say that it never happened, but you should still have the right to say, I don't think it happened. You know, you have a right to be an idiot. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. Be, be an asshole, that's your right. You've, and you have a right to be an asshole and an idiot. Yes, and uh, counter with more speech, because yeah. I can speak from experience, because we have laws uh, in France on the book that... that um, uh, criminalize um, denying the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. It's only made one thing. It has straightened. It's given more strength to those conspiracy nuts because it's like, look, I'm right. It's the truth because the government is trying to bury it. Absolutely. But if you just go and say, like, t- think about the flatters theory. No one takes these people seriously because all you need to do to discredit them, let them hang themselves. Oh, absolutely. Well, like, if, if you say they're, they're not allowed to say it in public, they're not going to say it in public. But what are they going to do? They're going to go online. They're going to find each other. And they're just going to reinforce their, their own ideas. They're going to go in public and they're, they're going to say in public, I am not allowed to talk about this subject in public. Yeah. 
But if if you're if you do that, then they're going to just go online and find each other and reinforce the ideas and just create an echo chamber for themselves. Yes. Um, and even though they might and be saying it in public, you're strengths. still going to have a lot of people yes. who think this. And and yeah, it's just going to reinforce them. So you know, whereas if they were allowed to say it in public, they would their ideas would be challenged. And just look at what happened with Stephen Fry. That interview happened two years ago. Uh, it went viral. Mm-hmm. It did a lot of noise at a time. But then people moved on. And now we're talking about it again. Mm-hmm. Now it's back. Uh, front page of all newspapers. On the television. Because it's, someone tried to silence Stephen Fry. Now that all his speech, all the things that he said are front and center of mm-hmm. every major uh, news organization. So that's not really, if you're trying to shut down someone, you know, it's 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 the barbarous Streisand effect. Yeah. Uh, something that no one really cared about or just something of the past. Now it's brought up and it's everywhere. Yeah. It's, it's had the complete opposite effect. It's great. <laughs> it's wonderful. Um, so, yeah. So... Sp- Another thing that free speech does, uh, we'll, we'll kind of move on to the positives of free speech, I guess. Um, one of the positives being, um, it actually protects minorities. Um, not like ethnic minorities, well, it also protects ethnic minorities, but it just, it protects minorities of um, thought, kind of. Bullying or, you yeah. know, yeah, like, thought producing. You know, if, but if, that's, that's, that's an, an important point, that we live in democracies. Mm-hmm. So that means that whatever happens, the laws that are in the book are always going to be the product of the majority. Yeah. So allowing the minority to speak out. And is, giving is, them is, a protection. Yeah. And, and allowing them to make their arguments as well is, is important, you know. Um, as well, the fact that if we don't allow people to speak, uh, we have to either, one, enforce violence to ensure they don't speak, or two, um, they will be, get violent. Because if you can't solve issues... In society, through words, you're only left with fists and guns. And yes, yeah. So the, that's, yeah. that's the only other way. There, so I will take I will take speech any day over over a fist fight. So there are a couple of points to unpack. I think here uh, when it comes to violence, there are two aspects. So the, the first aspect is yes, if you want to enforce that kind of laws, if you want to enforce laws that 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 limit free speech, it means at some point you have to throw people in jail. Yeah. Because what happens if someone says something that's that's forbidden? Let's say tomorrow we forbid someone, you know, we put a law in the book that says anyone who says 2 plus 4, 2 plus 2 equals 5 is going to be, th- you know, it's it's forbidden. But okay, I say 2 plus 2 equals 5, what happens? Well, I get fined. But I, if I continue, if I just insist, go on the radio again and again, say 2 plus 2 equals 5, what's the logical outcome at some point? Well, I'm I'm, I'm going to be thrown in jail. And so that you're still wrong. Yes. So that's 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 one. You, you've triggered me with bad math. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So um, that's one aspect of, of the violence. The second aspect is, as you said, speech is how we determine what's what's right and wrong, and you're gonna resort to violence otherwise, whether it is, be it you know the police intervening and throwing you in jail or through actual we've seen we've seen what happens in in especially recently in america all the 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 fist fights between the trump supporters and antifa those are people who can't talk to each other Mm. they can't communicate so what do they have left they they, yeah they sticks sticks 
sticks and stones. That's that's all they have left. Yeah. They they, they yeah they 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 physically you know have to confront confront each other because uh, they can't do it with with actual words. It's kind of really sad. Um, to, to note that though, um, the uh, you don't have to up, technically uphold other people's speech. You know, if you don't agree with it, that's fine. You know, you don't have to support it. You can just walk away. Um, you don't have to take it. But um, but th- and that would be a much better scenario, I feel, than going to fists. But y- yeah, you st- you still have to let them talk. You still have to ha- let them have their place in the public square. Yeah, I, I but you're I not would, forced to listen. I would say also there is. I, there... I think the people who go out to the Trump rallies and to the to the uh, to to make trouble and the Trump people who tr- want to go out to those rallies to make trouble, they're there to make trouble. Yes, I, I don't think they're interested in conversation at all. So there's there's kind of a they're meme. bad free speech advocates. <laughs> there, there is a meme that that that, that gets thrown around there that says you know free speech is only about government not not preventing you from from speaking. Well, that's that's just plain wrong. The the, the there is so in America, for example, it's the First Amendment that says you know government sh- you know, uh, Congress shall, shall make no law that that free speech. But that's that's First Amendment. That's not you know outside of America, the First Amendment doesn't apply, and and free speech is still an idea. It's still a thing. So when you mm-hmm. codify when you codify free speech in what the government can do to your speech, you get something like the First Amendment. But that's just one aspect of free speech, as you said, uh, disrupting a rally, disrupting a public event. Mm-hmm. It's it's not a matter of 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 what the government can do or not do to your speech. That's a different question. It still is a violation of free speech because free speech is not just it's not just the, the first amendment it, of the American Constitution. Yeah, it's not just what the government lets you say. Yes, it's, it's what an idea. Society lets you say. Yes, yeah. and the the you know that 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 idea that you know um, uh, it's only censorship when the government does it. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous beyond belief. Yeah, for starters. And then there's the idea that, you know, that idea of no platforming. It's like, well, it's not censorship that we're pressurizing, you know, putting pressure on hotels and universities and, and town halls and whatever to de-platform you. It is another form of censorship, whether or not you want to admit it, because you believe that you have the moral higher ground on this question. The fact of the matter is you're preventing someone from speaking. Yeah. So free speech is, at some point, it also means for you to just step down and just move on mm-hmm. and just do something else and criticize them on your own platform if you want to. But don't don't be a... Yeah. I was going to get rude, but like just, just let them speak. Yeah. And, and, and you know what? Again, like I said, let them speak. They have their equal access to the public square. And, and if, if you disagree with them, counter their points. Don't shout them down, but counter their points in a civilized way and it is counterproductive yeah like all all that university nonsense that's happening it, we only talk about it because it's on the videos on youtube that's mm. the only reason we talk about it it's because someone made a fool of themselves you know triglypuff no one would have heard about what happened there or no one would know uh what's De, um, uh, depaul university yeah the, the only reason we know depaul is because <clears throat> of what happened there and mm-hmm. because some, you know, someone went on stage. That's the only reason we know about what happened. Otherwise, it would be a non-event. Yeah. Just just to really quickly repa- recap for people who don't know DePaul. DePaul's a university in the United States where a lot of speakers have been shouted down. By um, students. By students. Yes. For being bigoted, and that's the racist, only reason, whatever, whatever yeah. words they want to throw out there. Um, 
it only gave them publicity. Uh, yeah, and it only made them incredibly because famous speakers. The, the next day, you know, when they when they did that with Milo Yiannopoulos, no matter what you think of, of Milo, the next day he was on all the news channels talking about what happened to him. Yeah. If no one came that day, if, if it just nothing happened, it wouldn't have been a non-event. Oh, absolutely. And that that would be the end of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, one more thing I'd like to um, just re- really quickly address before we wrap up, if that's okay, would be um, religious freedom laws, which um, seems to be a kind of a weird thing which is happening now in the States. Um, I don't know yes. if it's going to get repeated here we in wanted, Europe. Yeah, uh, I don't think so, because Europe is, is massively going through a de... I don't have a right word, but de-religionization, secularization, a, a massive. Yeah, in this, well, it's it's stronger than that. People are becoming atheist uh, at an incredibly, incredibly fast rate. Yeah, well, the same in the states. They've made you know a huge jump in the, their atheist population, but it's still a tiny minority. It, it, it is still a minority. Yeah, and in Europe, it's becoming the norm. Mm-hmm. So these these religious freedom laws. <clears throat> excuse me. These religious freedom laws. They um, kind of um, guarantee freedom of religion or the freedom to practice your religion and, you know, preach your religion, which, you know, already seems to be kind of codified under their First Amendment. So it, it, it's very strange. It's almost in a way that they're saying religious speech is in a way special. Yes. You know, it's, it's, it's got extra, extra importance or extra privilege to protect it, which is we just want to point out that it's um, it's religion is just the same as any other idea. It's an idea. And so it should be treated equally under the First Amendment and equally under the law to any other ideas, you know, a.k.a. being open to criticism, being open to being preached if it wants to be, you know. So, yeah. And it ties back to where what, what we started with. Um, freedom of religion means so. So it it is linked to freedom of expression. You express your religious beliefs and that's i think I, I, even myself as an atheist i do believe it's very important that you can express your religion there's no question there it is still a body of thought it is for lack of a better term i know it's it, it has a negative connotation but it, it is you know an ideology and i don't think it needs special protections but it does need to be protected just like any other ideas yeah and we have these new terms so far, we always heard of blasphemy um, in kind of a Christian context. But now we also saw the new meme of Islamophobia, mm-hmm. which is just blasphemy for Islam. Yeah. And we don't feel like Christianity, just like Islam, we don't feel that either requires specific treatment mm-hmm. or exception. Those are ideas and they need to be. So my concern is, Today, we say you can't criticize Christianity under blasphemy law. Um, are we going to see, through the play of ident- the game of identity politics, are we going to see now, at some point, the left championing blasphemy laws if they get renamed to anti-Islamophobia laws? Mm-hmm. Because we do see that happening in, in Canada now. They're introducing new legislation where you cannot criticize Islam. Yeah, they're being very weird about it in Canada. So it seems like, you know, Canada, um, very secular country, actually. You know, they've, they've kind of, you know, they have their very conservative religious right. Um, but it seems that, you know, they've kind of tried to battle down the uh, the blasphemy laws there. And, um, you know, you can, you can 
openly, you know, celebrate your, your religion or you, it can be criticized. But um, it seems that now we have kind of um, Islamophobia creeping up as the new buzzword term. Um, this time not pushed by the Christian right, but instead pushed by the left. And um, it seems that they but want But those to are have... the same. Those are the two same side. There's the two sides it's of the of same the coin. Same coin. Um, yeah. Um, so, like, it's kind of annoying, you know, having maybe a few decades of having to kind of bash down yes. the this blasphemy idea, and then for it to just reemerge with a with a different name seems and you see an ridiculous. Yeah. creeping up of uh, religious fundamentalist from the Christian and the the, the Muslim face. Yeah trying to defend that and now you have those new useful idiots uh, on the left who are saying oh yeah you can't criticize islam and even, that's just even though they feel it's okay to criticize christianity yes <laughs> it's just another form of blasphemy yeah that we're trying to introduce and that's yeah. bizarre so so we just want to make it absolutely clear that um blasphemy and islamophobia are exactly the same thing but again at the same time we want to say we want to again just stress this so much Islamophobia is criticism of Islam, not criticism of individual Muslims. Individual Muslims, which is wrong. Which don't is wrong. Go after don't, individual Muslims. Yeah, uh, individual Muslims have rights just like anyone else, but their ideas do not. So we just want to absolutely stress that. Yes. Okay. Just like Christians. Just like really Christians. Tr- draw an equi- We do draw an equivalence there. Yeah. It, it, we don't make a, any distinction. Yeah. There's. Uh, yeah. Again. Islam, Islamophobia, blasphemy, they're actually just the same thing, but by a different name. So, yeah. Um, well, that was a good good talk, Manny. I'm, I'm really happy with that. Are you happy with that? I think I am, yeah. Okay. I probably, probably would get some uh, nice comments. Hopefully. Yes. Leave some comments, guys, or hate speech, or whatever you want. Yes. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. So, thanks for tuning in. Uh, you can find us, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Aaron Buki, and you can find Manny at Hipster Capitalist. Give us a, give us a shout out if you have any questions on there, uh, follow us and f- feel free to share the video if you enjoyed it and give it a like. Yes. Thanks we'll very see much you. guys. We'll see you next time. See ya. Bye. Bye.